stores welcome ladies and gentlemen to the think different podcast it is here it is will it is frank we are the former apple retail employees 20 years working at the apple store and guess what it's also 20 today because the apple store as of this recording today has turned 20 years old and we are here celebrating that amazing accomplishment by apple frank funk the keto drummer the man hey, what's are you, up are you been drumming out there or no uh no we haven't had any uh new new gigs other than the one a couple of weeks ago at the winery but uh we, we may have some coming up the the guy that uh, and of course you have to bring and you have to bring your zevia with you absolutely folks you must bring your zevia with you absolutely non-sponsored by the way mm. <laughs> well frank we are here today to talk about one subject and as of this date today is the first time the first Apple Store opened in Tyson's Corner. It's the very first one that opened up in Virginia. And we're going to talk about celebrating the 20 years of retail. We're going to talk a, a couple of articles that we liked that discussed about this, you know, this historic achievement. I would say what people originally thought of the idea of an Apple Store. And for the first time, we're going to show you video here on our YouTube, but you'll hear the audio version as well on our podcast platform that you will be able to hear Steve Jobs going through the very first Apple store. He did this, I think, at a Macworld six days before the actual store opened up. So that way he showed a tour of the store. And it's amazing to look at what the store looked like and what it looks like today and how it's changed. Yeah. Pretty remarkable stuff. But yeah. But before we get started, folks, we did put up a brand new video exclusively on our YouTube channel. Check it out, folks. If you have never used Safari in your life, well, I think I hopefully convinced you because I put a nice training video up there. About 11 minutes long. We appreciate you guys listening to it, watching it. Uh, hopefully you get something out of it. I know Frank did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Is it the biggest th my biggest takeaway from that video was the fact that how many websites track you. That is just a crazy yeah. amount. You know, amazing. Like your your favorite website, your favorite thing in life, pro wrestling, and there's like 30 people trying to track you. You know, if, if people go to that uh, in Safari, that little shield up there, and look at that, I think it's going to be a real eye opener. You know, mm -hmm. which I mean, ties into 14.5, why that you don't want to be tracked. Yeah. But that was last week's topic. Yes, it so was. Today, let's not... jump right into it, man. Yep. So I wanted We're to. A, should be in a festive mood. We are in a it's great a birthday mood, man. party. In fact, you know, just so people can see on my YouTube, I am wearing an official Apple logo shirt. This was exclusive at the Apple store. You could not buy this anywhere. You had to go to Apple uh, campus to get it. Frank, you've been there. You bought a probably a couple of things on the campus, right? I, I haven't been to, um, not to Cupertino. Oh, you didn't go to Cupertino for your genius training? Or, no, I'm sorry, I went, your, your to, I went to Austin, Texas. Ah, so he didn't get to go to that but store. What, but, but one of my good buddies, when they were in Cupertino, they I had him buy me 24 Apple coffee mugs, so which I, had I, to, I, I had, am still using. <laughs> I had to figure out, I'm like, Frank, I cannot put 24 mugs in my cart. So you literally, I bought them. I, let, I, I was like, can you get me 24 of them? And they literally had to bring out these boxes. 
and I had to ship them. Yeah. So I had to go to FedEx. I had to ship them out just because you wanted your goddamn mugs. Yeah, that's a good story. And, and I still have them. Still yeah. have them, man. I, I probably, I think there were no more. I don't even think I got 24. I think I got like 20 or something. It wasn't like I couldn't uh, fulfill I your know, order. I can't tell you how many people want one of those. Well, then and you got to give me one. I should have had one anyway <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, for just doing it. I should have just took one for the, for the heck of it. But so many people asked me to bring home stuff from that Apple campus. I remember how many people. I literally had to buy another bag yep. that was filled of T-shirts, yes. jackets, everything. I literally had to go to Target. I bought a bag. I Obviously, Apple paid for all my stuff, so I didn't have to pay for it. But I, then I returned it in my local Target. And then I got gypped because the tax different. Yep. So, I got, <laughs> so I actually lost money because I did that. You know, I never understood why why um, Apple didn't have like a, a, a store, a web store for employees to buy that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know why they didn't do that. That, that doesn't know, make any know. sense. I, I, but you know what? It made it, it made it exclusive. And, and by the way, I've been there twice, so I had to do this like two times. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. Crazy time. All right. So let's talk about 20 years of the Apple Store. Now, I, I read an article from 9to5Mac by a guy named Michael Steber. And I actually contacted him, and he actually listens to our show. And he wrote a great article. I wanted to start this off. 20 years ago this week, Apple opened its first brick-and-mortar retail stores to applause, cheering, and seamless endless lines of smiling faces. What started in two malls in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, and Glendale, Florida became a tradition spanning two decades, generations of customers, and more than 500 new stores. And he has an article that shows you, uh, he's doing like four parts of this series, which is mm -hmm. going to be really cool. He's at... Uh, the next one he actually did is 20 years of Apple Store quotes. So uh, I guess a big people that wrote quotes. But this was an article that he wrote. And here we are 20 years later. And the amount of products that they have and how they've grown from a store, a small store in Soho to these big screens to a glass cube to no longer even being in a mall and taking these historical buildings yes. and turning yep. them into a place of that everyone could get together pretty amazing well uh, stuff and you can see in the photos of this i mean we don't have this anymore where there is lines out the door but he shows the photos of every single apple store that opened that year and it's pretty amazing what what is there i mean they had the oh here we go tiger was just announced around that time wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah that it even had a scratch and win when a, a, a powerbook g4 and ipod and other prizes you want iwork 05 yeah. So they gave away prizes. Well, if, if we if we could step back for a minute, um, you have to remember at the time they opened these, do you remember Gateway Computers? Yes, I do. The okay. cow. The cow. Now, Gateway had a bunch of stores. Yep. And they failed miserably and they closed. And Apple opened their stores right after gateway closed all of theirs now one of the major differences was in the gateway stores you could go and look at the computer but they didn't have any stock you had to order it and it would be shipped to your home uh, here at the at the apple stores you could go in purchase and physically take it home with you but 
some of the quotes, the interesting quotes when, when Apple made this announcement. Here's one that uh, is pretty good. It says, Apple stores are doomed before they open. Retail will bankrupt Apple again. So those are a couple of the comments that came out when this announcement was made. Because remember, Apple had, had uh, been in bankruptcy and then they came back and now Steve Jobs back at the helm um, wanted to open these stores and it was a big gamble. But you can continue, Will, uh, explaining how this was such a different experience. Well, you know, I just realized this. Remember the app? I'm going to go through a couple of famous Apple stores. I think that'd be a good idea in the same article. Apple Soho actually is the first Apple store that did exactly what it's doing now. It's taking these older buildings and turning them into something. This was an historical post office in Soho. That's what that originally was. So think, and Steve Jobs was actually at that store. That was open on July 18th of 2002. So, and again, yeah, well, say I was going to say the other thing is, um, unlike other retailers. Apple doesn't gut the stores. Mm -hmm. um, they leave as much of the authentication of that original building and build around it because mm -hmm. they want to keep that historical perspective, just like they did at the, uh, uh, the one in New York, the Union Station. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, very, very well done and they retain the historical value of these buildings. Yep, this is another for uh, November 20th of 2004, Apple Regent Street, that is the first Apple store in the UK. Uh, what year do you think the Fifth Avenue store opened up? Oh. It's the most iconic store. I'll just tell you, May 19th, 2006. That's how long the store has been open. So um, oh, oh, 15 years, actually, of the day, it is actually open. 15 years already, of the day. And it really ha it's already had a refresh. Yeah, and think about it. The iPhone still has not been released yet. That hasn't even been announced. Yes. And that store opened up. That's how far back we're going. Now, let's talk about when we started uh, working at Apple. West 14th Street opened up December 7, 2007. So we just started around that time on there. Uh, Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Library yeah. in D.C. That was a big one that they opened up, and that one opened up in May 11th of 2019. Uh, so, And then the most recent one, that big dome one that was over overseas. In, I forget where that Sh one was. Shanghai, wasn't it? Shanghai, Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah, so Hong that Kong. one just opened up as well. So those are a couple of famous Apple stores. But I always wanted to know, why did Apple pick Tyson's Corner? It's like the weirdest spot to pick. You think they would open up in New York first or like I can understand California because that's where they are. But I wanted to research that and find out why. And actually, Steve Jobs has mentioned why this has happened. So he said, why these two locations? They were the first two that were ready. They told the press in 2001, Tyson's Corner and Glendale Galleria stores may have happened to open first by chance. But the, like the 23 remaining stores that opened uh, in 2001, their, their locations were strategically planned ahead of time. So, very interesting on that. So, you got anything to add, Frank, on the Apple Store and what we kind of just researched here? Well, 
there's they changed the journey for the for the consumer um they had the genius bar they had the specialists that uh dealt face to face with the customers not trying to really sell them anything but to just show them features of the computers so it was a whole different experience it wasn't like uh, first of all uh, we nobody in the apple store works on commission no so the whole mindset was different mm-hmm. it was the focus on the customer and the experience not sales that was one of the uh, three top things that they focused on um in on the mentality then of course the apple creed you remember those mm-hmm. the credo apple, yeah the mm-hmm. credo the apple steps of service um and it was also you had to look at all the small stuff you know i know when i was at both stores we had a lot of leeway if a customer came in with a a cable um and you know if you felt that they were honest in your approach and whatever and you wanted to give them a cable just gave them cable yep we did used the to cable. do that we would actually take product right from the shelf yep open it up put the bad one in put the old one uh give them the new one and we would do what we call a no receipt return it's called yep and that's what we used to do uh now we don't do that anymore but we definitely used to do that all the time but i can tell you like even if we were sold out of them we would probably still do it yeah yeah the other thing uh steve was very as most people know was very very particular and um i believe it was the fifth avenue store that was delayed because he was dissatisfied with the screws used in the glass staircase within Mm -hmm. the store i mean that's how detailed steve was Mm -hmm. um now i believe the first uh vp of retail was ron johnson correct yeah i was just about to talk about him yes yeah he was uh he was really a super super guy he he had videos that he issued every practically every month yeah um for all the employees to to view um it was a very exciting time to work for apple very exciting yeah, and actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about Ron Johnson because he was the first, um, you know, he was the pioneer of the concept of the store and the Genius Bar. And he originally he worked for Target. He was a vice president of merchandising, and then Steve brought him over uh, for uh, these redesigned of these stores. And what was great about Ron, he's probably the best person that ran the stores. I would say. I, I don't think anybody else stands out over him. Even Angela doesn't stand out over him. Is that he was just so, like he, he was doing everything really right. That's what I liked about it. Is like everything, every change they made was to the benefit of the customer, but also the benefit of us too. Uh, so that's what I really liked about Ron. And yeah, those videos were really good. You know, very inspiring. Think of this, and this is a great statistic. In 2011, when he was still there, Apple stores in the United States had a revenue of four. Hundred and seventy-three thousand dollars per employee. Yeah, that is crazy. It's, yeah. it's probably a lot more now, but and then the biggest thing that, that we always talked about is when you compare us to a Best Buy, sales per unit square, right? Because yes. Apple stores are not as big, 
Yes. They're, they're, especially the mall ones. But the amount of money that we would generate out of that store compared to a Best Buy mm -hmm. blows it out of the water. Yes. But for square footage, yes. Absolutely. Yes. In, in fact, it said in the U.S., it's 3085 per square foot, almost double that of Tiffany & Company, who was second in the retailer list of 2011. Yeah. Um, you know, for for stores that were touted to fail miserably, it went so far beyond anybody's wildest expectations. It was just a phenomenon. It really, really was. Um, and to this day, I, there hasn't been anybody that in, in the computer industry anyway that can really compare to it. Nope. Um, Not at know, all. Microsoft I mean, they, has, has closed opened all stores, <laughs> but uh, they they were largely, you know, they were moderately successful. Uh, I don't think they were successful because they're not open anymore. So I, well, would say, yeah. I would say they're not successful at all. They just copied everything what an Apple store did. Um, now, when when they when they first opened, when I first started working at Apple, um, a friend of mine where I worked uh, full time. Um, we sat down and we kind of analyzed the number of products and we came up with at the time um if you don't count the different iterations of the different computers they had a 13 inch portable a 15 inch a 17 inch they had a 21 and a half inch imac and i i think it was a 24 inch imac no iphone when i first started no iPads. And so we came up with maybe 13 different computer products that they sold. And like you said, for the amount of sales per square foot, it was astronomical. Even when you add in the iPhones and the iPads, forget about the different iterations. That's still a singular product. And I would also throw an iPod in that because yes, oh yes, started, the iPods. The iPod oh, yeah, was the, huge when we were there or when we first started. Uh, my favorite was the chiclet, the, the chiclet chi oh, iPod, the, the one you ones. that little small one you clip yeah. on anywhere. Mm -hmm. That was pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, even today, I think that would still work. You know, especially if you, you know, but now you have an Apple Watch, so honestly, yeah, Apple Watch yeah. has, so, yeah. has kind of taken that place uh, over that. It'd be really worthless to have it. I mean, right now, an iPod is. A completely worthless product. Oh, look who's here, everybody! It's I didn't even know that. Frank, you didn't tell me Luke was here. What's up, bud? I was, uh, I was waving at Tara. What did uh, I care about Luke? Uh, <laughs> well, Luke is here on the podcast, everybody. Luke, do you have anything you want to say to your fans? Well, say that's mama. All, the cat's here, too. He does know how to say mama, actually. He's really here. Hey, bud. Look uh -oh. what I just did. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Terrible dad. I'm a terrible dad. I am so sorry. But this is Luke, all grown up. The last time you probably saw him was like, like what, five months ago? He's getting big, man. Yeah, he is a big guy. In fact, what is his percentage, Tara? His height is in the 99th percentile. 99th percentile. Wow. He's Look at tall. this guy. Hey, Luke. Hey, What's up? Hey, Uncle Frank. No, you don't want to say hi to Uncle Frank. Nah. He's got eyebrows in his ear, though. Look at the eyebrows showing up on his ear, though. That's kind of weird. You see that? It's like yeah. the eyebrows were showing up. I don't know what that was about. Oh, he is not happy, though. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm sorry. This is mom's you fault. Broke him. 
I didn't break them. He doesn't want to be in front of the camera. So. <laughs> you know, and thank God of Apple because, you know, I don't know how to tie that in whatsoever. I can't tie it in. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Luke made a visit here on the podcast, and he cried. So now it makes me look like I'm a terrible father. That's awesome. So, good for us. See, I'm so focused on you, Frank, that I don't even know my own kids in my room. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, now that we've talked a little bit about the Apple Store and that my son has joined the podcast, we are going to switch gears. On our YouTube version of our show, you are going to see a video of Steve introducing the very first Apple Store. It's about a four-minute video, but we're going to stop and start in between. And if you're listening to our audio version, we're going to talk over it. So that way you can uh, hear it. So let's get ready and let's share that video. All right. Let's, as Warner Wolf used to say, let's go to the videotape. Okay. All right. Let's hit play here, Frank. Let's uh, take a look at the first Apple retail store. This is on May 13th of, again, this is Macworld. Dr. Vaughn down just a tiny bit. Hi, I'm Steve Jobs, and I'm here at Tyson's Corner Mall in Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C., and I'm standing in front of this wood barricade we built in front of our first retail store that's going to open in six days. All right, let's take a stop real quick. So that's another big thing we used to do. Yes. Apple stores would be hidden prior to yep. the launch. Now, that can't really happen too much anymore, but it got people talking, right? You have this yep. big wall, right? You don't, you know Apple's opening something. You can't see inside of it. You, I always watch Bar Rescue, and that is a great – because he always says put a big banner up Put a question mark on it because it'll get people talking about it. Yeah. You know, and this is like, I just remember, you know, think of that. This is exactly what we used to do, especially when the, uh, product launches were happening. We would shut the yeah. store down. And we'd have the black curtains. Black curtains up so no one could see inside. And we yeah. would literally have to take the store apart and put it back together in three hours. Yes. To get and this still on. When uh, I, I can attest to the black wall because when they were building Quaker Bridge. Mm hmm. That in fact, the black wall actually came out into the hall. So, uh, and it, it wasn't just flat against the glass. It came out, and it, right. you know, you had to walk around it, and you mm. couldn't see what was going on inside. But you knew and, it was, but they, but did it show that it was an Apple store that was no, coming there? No. Oh, you don't even know. Okay, no. so let's see, Apple continues that tradition. There you go. They don't really do it too much anymore. But all right, let's go back to the video. Now, let's take a look. Nobody's seen inside here yet, and I'd like to take you inside for a secret. Little private tour, so come on in. They had to work on their exposure. <laughs> now, this is our store. And the store is divided into four parts. The first quarter of the store has our home section with great home and education products and our pro section with all our great pro products. And every product we make is in this first 25% of the store. You can see the whole product line. And as you see up on the ceiling, we've even labeled the sections. Home, music, That's kids, very old school. on this side. Yep. And pro, movie, photos, and et cetera on this side. All right, so let's stop it there. So that does not happen anymore <laughs> at all. No, um, but there's some yeah. other things. The fluorescent lights. Yes. Those are all gone. Yes, the fluorescent lights are gone because they're 100% energy. Uh, yep. It's very rare to see a column yep. in the store. But you notice there's not that many of them. Uh, yes. But but they have columns in the store. In fact, now all Apple stores can will not have a column in it. They refuse to build yep. a store with a column in it. So that's it. That's the infrastructure they have to build. But you know, again, this is 2001. 
you know, this was the first prototype of the store. Yeah. You know, you know, but but that it's interesting how home and pro were separated. You yeah. definitely don't have that, and everything on the first three tables of the, so the concept of their main products is still in the front of the store. That that really has yes. not changed. You know, depending on what store you go to, depending on the layout, but that's typically it. Yes, uh, on there. So let's keep going through. So the see first twenty-five percent shows you our entire product line. Now there's thirty-six computers on display in the store. Every single one of them is connected to the internet. So you can go up to any computer and start surfing, go to your personal website, or do whatever you want to do on the internet. And yeah, that that is still t happening today. You can. Yes. I mean, that's that's one thing about an Apple store is that people like to go there because there was no blocking, really anything. <laughs> that's uh, right. I mean, they're they're definitely blocking porn sites, but I mean, like, but that is a crazy, uh, you know. Well, idea that well, back then you couldn't do that. Yeah, you could go yeah. to a library and do that. But yes. you could, you couldn't go. That's it. But Apple, you how many times, Frank? How many people were on those computers just to do things, go on Facebook, stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, you remember the woman that would come in and she would uh, send out emails to LL Cool Job J. Rule. Cool LL Cool J, man. She loved her LL Cool J every night. And then there were there were other guys that would come in and and just do their email and surf the web and sit there for hours. A couple pedophiles too, probably. Wow. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. <let's> <laughs> All of our portables are connected with airport wireless networking. So you airport can wireless network for yourself. It's pretty great. So come on over here. Let me show you what we got going in the home section. Here's our newest iBook. We've got iBooks on display. Most of the products are running self-running demos, but you can just walk up to them and start using them for anything you like. Yep. And here we've got three iBooks on display, and we've got every single model of iMac we make as well. We've got our new PowerBook G4 Titaniums oh, running geez. here again, all running macOS. That thing got hot. All on airports, so you can just pick these up and see what it's really like to have wireless connection to the internet. Again, look at the cleanness of the store, and yeah. they still use wood and the yep. white or more steel these days, but but it's still the color scheme is still relatively the same with a little bit darker tone. Yes, it's really the, the same. The and, banners and, in the background. Um, remember how we used to change those banners? Yeah, those banners were removable. Now, some stores were different than others. But, yeah, you we would have to change those banners every time they were going to update the store. Uh, so, that's again, that's still around today. Still there. And we've got every Power Mac we make here, along with yeah. all of our great displays, including the 22. There's a cube there, display. too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Solutions. The center half of the store, literally half the store, is devoted to solutions. Because people don't just want to buy personal computers anymore. They want to know what they can do with them. And we're going to show people exactly that. Now, that's a big philosophy in us. Because yes. so we never said, here's the, here's the external hard drive. We always had to explain, well, what, what is the full solution for what you're buying? What do you need that's besides correct. just a computer? So what external hard drive do you need? Or in this case, back then, they have video cameras that you could buy in there. Well, like yes, mini DV cameras, which that's who they are. Those are mini DV cameras right there. Well, remember, remember, they, him and Ron Johnson came up with um, the APPLE, which is approach, probe, mm -hmm. present, solution. No, listen. The present solution, listen, and a fond farewell. Well, yep, end, which would be E. Uh, yes. So that's that's what the Apple Steps of Service are. 
Uh, and But this is going to be pretty interesting because this is a very outdated section. Even though it still exists, it's definitely not as present. And so yeah. we've got four sections. The solutions we've chosen to feature now are music, movies, photos, and kids. And so come on over here as an example. You can bring your kids into our store and they can just sit a spell, play their favorite oh, game. We still yeah. had those balls. Yeah. <laughs> those balls are very old. So if you're not if you're listening to the podcast version of it, uh, there's these black balls that were like really expensive that were, you would sit on. You probably have sat on one if you've been to an Apple store before. Yeah. But kid, this is again another thing that's still there is a kids section where they can play kids games. And the smaller uh, table, and mm-hmm. yeah. And now it's iPads. It used to be computers, now it's iPads. Yeah. That they do that with. Mac education software uh, that I've ever seen, and you can buy the best educational titles for your kids. That's another funny thing software. Yes. That is not in the stores anymore. Yeah. In fact, that went away pretty, like within four or five years of us being there. Yeah. Uh, everything went digital after that. Yep. It's interesting seeing we the changes. Carrying yeah. our own products wasn't enough. So not only do we have over 300 software titles here that we'll look at in a minute, but we have 24 of the best portable digital devices. We're carrying six digital camcorders, six digital cameras, six MP3 players, and six handheld organizers. So if we look right now, remember iPod is not around yet. I don't yes. think at this time. Back of you here, so. we got. Three cannons and three Sony. Those, now, that's so an expensive camera back in the day, those cannons. Buy these digital devices, but you can actually hook them right up to the Macs and, and take them for a spin. Ah, uh, this was the main so, reason to come to the Apple wouldn't store. Wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer, or after you bought a computer, if you had any questions, you could ask a genius? Well, <laughs> that's what we've got. This is called the Genius Bar. As you can see, we've got some pictures of our heroes up here and that is, is it now that is now this is the the grand day look the logo is still the same yeah that has not changed in 20 years so pretty amazing stuff even if you if just going back here like they don't have these pictures on the wall anymore yeah um but the bar but it's interesting because i think at the i don't know if at the time but you need appointments to go to that or you just walked up to it i don't remember uh uh-huh. for this role i, I couldn't think tell it, you i i think it was just a walk up yeah, I because think initially was. it wasn't very successful. Right. This bar here, I'm not a genius, but all the stools are the same here. There'll be somebody yeah. here who can do service right in the store and who can answer any questions you've got about your Mac or about any of the peripherals or software that work with it. And if that person doesn't know the answer, <laughs> they got a hotline to call us in Cupertino at Apple headquarters where we have somebody who does. That's that we need back in the stores. <laughs> that is without a doubt something that the Apple stores need to have back. I imagine they started having a red phone again. I mean, well, that... well they they do. It's Apple support app. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Frank. Uh, but what I thought was interesting, he said like any peripherals you connect with. So they're even talking about third party solutions. Yeah. You know, even then, like we still try to do that today, but we also try to like avoid it in some way because it's not our place to talk about it so but yeah but the red phone i was the part i was looking forward to because the red phone was really something unique and it yes. is, I, and i wonder how long it lasted because i i don't think it was there that long i don't know all right and so we're hoping this is going to be an entirely new thing 
Uh, this is something that's going to be very outdated. We're so excited about this. We can't wait to let customers in the store. So let's walk through the software aisle in the middle. One last thing I want to show you is all. But before we do that, you know, the stage area, this was uh, the workshop area. This is the this is the start of the creative role right here, which yes. I don't think was even around yet at the no. time. But the workshops where you could come in and watch it. I'm surprised he didn't talk about that in this area unless it was just a, you know, a spot for right now. But you can see they have like a computer back there. So this was definitely made for keynote speeches or workshops. Great software. Look at this stuff. We have over 300 titles here. Look at that. From wow. games to the most sophisticated pro applications. There's something for everybody here. I'll see you when the Mac OS 9 door opens. There we go. And that was the uh, video. <laughs> All right. Amazing. It's amazing, right? With the, yeah. the change of the store. So we hope you get to watch the, the video version of our show uh, as well, because I think it's good just to see it uh, while we're explaining it. But amazing. Uh, amazing. Here we are 20 years later. There are more than 500 stores now. They barely closed any of them. Uh, the yeah. only store I know of is the Atlantic City store for very obvious reasons. It's a very... It's very hard to have an Apple store out there. There's not just not enough people, and not to mention the spot's not great. Uh, well, Atlantic I City. mean, <laughs> it, well, I I always thought the problem with Atlantic City was that there was it's, it's a tourist spot. Yes. Now, I mean, Las Vegas is a tourist spot, and they got what five stores in Vegas. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. Uh, but, I think it, I think it's the type of people that live there. That has a lot to do with it. Also, that store was on the boardwalk. You had to yes. park, had pay for parking, go to the Apple store. They had to give you a voucher to come back out to yeah. not pay for it. It just was not convenient. And, so, and you had to go. Well, you could go through Caesars to get to the uh, the over the walkway to go in there. Yeah, it, it just didn't work out. I've worked at that store maybe two or three times when I was there. Uh, small store, very, very yes. small store. Yeah, it was. Um, that was more like a, it almost felt like it was a pop-up store. So. But they did a lot of uh, business uh, with the casinos. So Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's our episode in the Apple Store. I, I want to uh, – it was good to take a walk down memory lane. You know, think about it, uh, Frank. We uh, – 20 years, I spent 11 there. You spent a little over 10. A little over 10. Yeah. And th that's a long time out of the re Apple retail. I, I have been there for more than half of its life, which is – that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, I, you know, I always told people that um, had the Apple stores been around earlier in my business career, I definitely would have had a, a change in the career. And, well, uh, I can tell you, time. but Frank, you can honestly be an inspiration to people. Think about it. You ended your life. Well, you know, your life's ended, <laughs> but your, your, your work life has ended and you last worked at an Apple store. And I always said to myself, that would be a great idea to stop. I would work at an Apple store for my last part of my life uh, in a part-time role like you did and, and then walk and walk into the sunset into your basement like you're doing right now every yeah. day. It's, you know, if it, 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 people say, well, well, why are you working there? I mean, I said, because I work with people that love the same things I do. I work with some of the best products in the world and people come in that want to know about those products and I said, oh, yeah, by the way, they pay me, yep. you know, I said, where else are you going to go? And all they want you to do is tell people 
about the products. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it's it, it is no pressure to sell. You know, yeah, I would say that's changed a little bit because now they want you to get numbers up for well, yeah, trade-ins, but... and I've been told, oh my God, he's back. <laughs> he is back at the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Luke has returned. He's happier now. He had milk. He has milk, everybody. All right. Let's hear Let's hear bring him down here for No Zevia? Oh, he, <laughs> he could have a Zevia. We could hook him up with a Zevia. So, well, I hope, Luke, that you are excited because at some point you're probably going to work at an Apple store in your life. You know, and then I'm going to retire like I did, with, like like Frank did. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Well, you know, to, just to end it, um, I, I always tell people that people say, oh, you know, I'm looking for a job or whatever. I tell them, check out the Apple store. You, the, yep. you can't beat working for that store. You no. cannot. They're flexible with their hours. Um, eh. Especially if you're, co- well, if you're a college kid, you know, they'll work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, at least they worked with part timers. So. Well, part timers, I would say, yes. You're a full timer. Yeah, yeah a little, little different. Full time, right? But where else are you going to go? You, you work a minimum of 21 hours a week. You get medical insurance, 401k, mm-hmm. stocks. I mean, it, medical. It, it's just nuts what they Absolutely. give you. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of nuts, my cat's back here in the, in the background too. Unbelievable. I see it. The whole family. The whole here. family's here. Whole man. family's here. But we want to thank you guys for joining us here at the Think Different Podcast. We are happy that you're joining us every single week. And for not myself, but for my son, Mr. Lucas, we like to say bye-bye and go to an Apple store. <laughs> Take care, man.